Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones, and this is episode 83 of the Photography Side Hustle podcast. So in last week's episode, how to get great results using flash, I was talking about using faster shutter speeds, like one 320th of a second and faster. Well, to be able to do that and shoot at those speeds, you need a flash that has high speed sync. Most of them have it, but if you don't have it, you'll be limited to around 200th of a second shutter speed, which wouldn't allow you to use the technique I mentioned fully. You could do it a little bit. I had a section about this written down, uh, and I totally missed it when I was recording. I just passed by it. So I apologize if you had trouble with your shutter speeds. Now you know why. I was asked this week, if I use bullet notes for the podcast or do I just sit down and talk to the mic? Well, I've tried both these methods and I've ended up recording hours and hours and hours of me just swearing and the way it's not nice. Actually, since about episode, uh, about episode four, (laughs) four or five, I have written it down. I treat it like an article. I write it down word for word. I write the way that I talk, so it makes it much easier for me. It's not like I'm reading someone else's stuff. Plus, I always add little bits on when I'm doing the recording anyway. So, yeah, that's how I do it. Uh, I write somewhere between 1,200 and 1,500 words an episode, which takes a couple of hours, maybe more. Then I put my pad next to the microphone, and I start recording. I really didn't realize until I started the podcast that I actually enjoy writing which is a bit late in life. It's very strange, very strange indeed. Okay, this week's episode is $2,000 mirrorless systems. So Black Friday, Cyber Monday, they've come and gone, but the prices are still low. So I decided to check out the camera bodies that are available, maybe with two or three prime lenses for around $2,000 that you can use professionally. I wanted the systems to be mirrorless, There are lots of good DSLR bodies and lenses still available, but they're all being discontinued if they've not been discontinued already. So it's pointless buying into a a DSLR system that has a limited lifespan if you're going to be using it professionally. If you start with a mirrorless system in, say, three years, you decide to upgrade your camera body, that's all you need to do. The lenses will still be compatible with the new body as long as the body and the lenses are using the same lens mount. I've picked four models. Three of them have got APS-C cropped sensors and one of them is actually a full frame. So the models I'm going to waffle on about are the Sony A7 II, the Nikon Z50, Fujifilm X-T30 Mark II and the Canon R10. They all have similar megapixels in the 20 to 26 megapixel range. Prices for the bodies are also similar, ranging from $856 to $899, so they're all comparable. The lenses I priced up are all primes. Zoom lenses are way more expensive than prime lenses. One zoom lens can cost more than one of these bodies and three prime lenses just for one zoom lens. You can pay two and a half thousand dollars for one so i'm gonna go with primes all the prices i quote are in us dollars from the bnh website okay let's get started with the sony a7 ii uh, this is the oldest of the four models by quite a margin it first saw the light of day 
in November 2014. So it's a six-year-old body. It's also the only full-frame sensor in the group and is 24 megapixels. It shows its age in the continuous shooting stats. It only does five frames a second, which compared with the others is it's really low, but considering it's six years old, I'll forgive it. Now, it's priced at $898, and it is definitely worth looking at. And if you've got your heart set on a full-frame camera body, this could be the one for you. I considered the next one up, the a7 III, but it was actually twice the price of this one. So yeah, that just wasn't an option. So this is the, the best you're going to get for under 900 bucks. For lenses, I found the 35mm f1.8. That was priced at $373. The 50mm 1.8 priced at $248. And the 85 1.8 priced at $598. The 1.8 lenses, well, they're just excellent. They, they're going to be able to shoot in super low light situations. Just imagine sitting in your living room with no lights on, the sun's setting outside and the light's going. You can take pictures like it's daylight. And the image quality is going to be super sharp. So the A7 II body with the 50mm lens and the 85 would cost you 1744 which is pretty good. And with the 35 or if you did it with the 35 and 85 it'd cost you 1869 The body with all three lenses would cost you $2,117 at the moment, which is a great price for a mirrorless full-frame camera body with three prime lenses. Yes, it is six years old. It doesn't shoot that many frames per second, but it will take beautiful portraits just like the rest of them. And that is excellent money for a full frame. Okay, next let's look at the Nikon Z50. This was released in October 2019. So it's a three-year-old camera. It has an APS-C crop sensor and it's 20 megapixels. Continuous shooting is 11 frames per second, which is pretty good. Or you can cut the camera down from 20 megapixels down to 8 megapixels and it'll do 30 frames per second. The 11 frames per second is really useful, but I'm not sure how many people would be willing to go down to 8 megapixels to get a faster rate of 30 frames per second. The Z50 is the cheapest of the four and it costs $856. I was going to include the Z5 instead. But the Z5 cost $150 more than the Z50, so it, it really wasn't comparable with the other three cameras I'm looking at. Let's have a look at some of the Nikon Prime lenses. So I have been picking out a 35mm, a 50mm, and an 85. Uh, you could swap the 35 or the 50 out for a 24, which are also pretty similarly priced. And the 24 would give you a little wider angle. But for the sake of this, I'm just doing the 35, the 50, and an 85. So their 35 is a 1.8, and it costs $696, 700 bucks basically. The 50mm 1.8 is $526, and the 85 1.8 is 700 bucks. Same price, $696, uh, the same as the 35mm. With those prices, you would be over $2,000 just with two of those lenses and the body. But there's another option. There is a 40mm f2, and that is priced at $276, which is very reasonable. I'm not sure about the quality of it, but it's a Nikon, and 99% of their lenses are very good. So if you got the 40mm f2 lens 
for $276, you could replace the 35 and the 50 together, which would cost you $1,222. And instead, you could spend $276 on the 40. So if you just got the 40 and the 85 1.8, you would be looking at, what does that work out at? That's $1,828. If you got the 35, the 50, and the 85 with the Z50 body, you'd be looking at $2,774, which that's a lot of money when you're comparing it to these other ones. What did we say the Sony was? That was 2100 something. So it's like $650 more. But if you're into Nikons, go for it. Now, the one thing about Nikon or Nikkor lenses is the quality. They are excellent. The sharpest lens I ever owned was when I had my Nikon when I was starting out with digital. It was a Nikkor 28-72.8. It was super heavy, but it was the sharpest thing I, I owned. It was incredible, and I was really sad when I let that go. I should have kept that and just kept an old Nikon body just for that lens. Anyway. Next, let's have a look at the Fujifilm X-T30 Mark II. Now, this is a 26-megapixel APS crop sensor again, and it costs $899. Now, I follow a guy online that uses these bodies and swears by them, and he does weddings, portraits, and his work is excellent. It really is. He does really nice work, and he uses these bodies, and he swears by them. Yeah, they, the images are really nice that come out of them. Now, this model has an electronic shutter, I believe, and it can shoot 30 frames per second up to 29 JPEGs in one burst or 17 raw images in one burst. So initially, the 30 frames per second is impressive. It should really say 29 frames per second. Not it can shoot 30 frames per second, but it can only do 29 of them in one go. So if you're thinking of shooting sports, then this model probably isn't for you. You need a body with a larger buffer. I'd rather have 15 frames per second for two seconds. One second, you're going to miss some stuff. Two seconds, you've got it covered. For lenses, the Fujifilm 35, 50 and 90 millimeter lenses, they're all F2. I think they like to do things differently at Fujifilm. They couldn't make a, an 85 1.8. They had to make it a 90 F2. But from what I've read and seeing this guy's work, they are excellent lenses. The 35 f2 costs 400 bucks. The 50 f2 would cost you 449 bucks, and the 90 f2 would cost you 799, 800 dollars. So the XT 30 Mark II with a 35 mm lens and a 50 is going to cost you about 1747 dollars. If you add the 90 millimeter f2, the price jumps to 2547 dollars, which is well, almost $250 cheaper than Nikon. So it's still expensive, but it is better than the Nikon price. I really thought this was going to be my favorite, but not being able to burst for more than a second and losing a third of a stop on all the lenses with them being F2 instead of 1.8, it just it bugs me a little bit. But I'm sure if I had it in my hand and I was taking pictures, I'd be more than happy with it. Okay, let's have a look at the last one, which is the Canon R10. Now, I was going to pick the Canon M50 because it was a little bit cheaper, but I realized that it used a different lens mount. When Canon were moving from DSLR, 
from the EF mount, they modified it a little bit and it was called the EF-M mount for mirrorless, I'm guessing. So that camera, the M50, is a great price, but it's stuck on this mount that you can't, you couldn't replace the camera with a, a modern mirrorless Canon camera because the lenses just won't fit. The newest Canon mirrorless bodies use the RF mount, so the EFM mount is useless. So I bypassed that one and noticed that the, the new, very new R10 was priced at $880. Now it's the newest of all these cameras. Uh, it was released July this year, so it's only five months old. It's an APS-C crop sensor again. It's 24 megapixels. And like I said, it was $880. Continuous shooting is excellent. It uses two types of shutter an electronic and a mechanical focal plane. The electronic shutter can give you 23 frames per second, but I think from what I know from the electronic shutters on the R5, the top of the range one at the moment, the image quality is not quite as good as the mechanical shutter. The mechanical shutter puts out 15 frames per second. And if you shoot in JPEG, it will give you up to 460 frames in continuous shooting or 29 frames continuous if you shoot in raw so 15 frames per second and it'll do that for 29 frames that's almost two seconds when you shoot in raw so it'll shoot jpegs at 15 frames per second for 30 seconds which is impressive i don't shoot jpegs and neither should you you should be ashamed if you are because you've got the ability to shoot in raw which is way better but 29 raw frames is perfect. That's a hair short of a two-second burst, which is perfect for sports. You're not going to miss anything. Now, the lenses, Canon lenses, are a lot more reasonably priced than the Nikon. The 35mm f1.8 is $499. The 50mm, the Nifty 50, which they've adapted to the mirrorless body, that is an f1.8, and it is only $149. The 85 is actually an f2, so I think they start to copy Fujifilm a bit, which I'm not happy about. That is $499. If you were only going to shoot, if you could afford just the body and the 50mm lens, you're going to be about $1,000 in. You know, $1,030 in. And you could shoot pretty much everything you want Firing a few wide-angle shots with a 50mm lens and this R10 body for around $1,000. And you could start a business just using a 50mm lens. So, you can get the Canon R10 body with three prime lenses, the 35, 50 and the 85, for $2,027. That is one heck of a setup for a professional kit when you're starting a business. You've got everything covered. Like I say, you could replace the 35 with a 24 to get a little bit wider. I think that's similarly priced. But three good quality prime lenses that will give you crazy good quality. Like it'll be so sharp and uh, you'll be set up for $2,000 in 2027. Yes, you got tax, but everybody has to pay the taxes. So we can't worry about that. Like I said earlier, I really thought the Fujifilm setup would be the best. But I now think the Canon R10 with three great lenses is the way to go. Entry-level mirrorless bodies have taken a huge leap forward. 
when you add some sharp prime lenses, your images will be more professional and easier to sell. The whole quality side of your work is just going to just be bursting. It's, you can't go wrong. Now, if you're looking to buy a system like this, don't rule any of them out. Take a trip to a camera store if you can. Hold the camera and compare them. Some will feel better in your hands. You might get there and find the Sony is ideal for you. Then buy the Sony. Just think about what you want to shoot and whether the camera that you're looking at is capable of doing what you need. Like I said earlier, if you shoot sports, make sure it has a good continuous burst rate. Get the right tool to do the job. Okay, I think that's enough waffle for this episode. I'll be back next week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.